Hi, welcome back to Tech Bytes. I'm your host, Todd, and today we're talking about which factors to look for when you're purchasing a laptop. Again, as promised, we're going to be joined by Josh from Digital Services, who will be able to help us navigate the crowded field of laptops from Chromebooks to PCs to Macs, laptops with all the bells and whistles to utilitarian models that meet our needs without breaking the bank for extras that we might never use. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. Welcome back, Josh. Thanks for being here. Today, we want to talk about budget laptops. A quick internet search shows me that when it comes to buying a new laptop, I can spend just a few hundred dollars or a couple thousand dollars. How does a consumer know which model is right for them based on their needs in terms of hardware features? So there's quite a bit that actually goes into this. But in terms of budget models, I'd say like the biggest thing is really what you're going to use the laptop for and then obviously your budget. So if you're someone who just does basic web browsing, email, uh, using it for shopping or online banking, just kind of basic things like that, maybe even writing a letter, um, the vast majority of the time you should be fine. A you know laptop or even like a Chromebook in the $200 to $300 range will be fine. Um, but one big stick that I always talk about in my class, I also do a class for this, is memory. Uh, so memory is massive when it comes to laptops and like budget, uh, even desktops. So a lot of times you'll have a lot of laptops, uh, and desktops that have just four gigabytes of memory. I actually would not recommend that at all. Uh, if it's like going to be a permanent laptop or desktop at your home, uh, I'd say the minimum to go with is honestly eight gigabytes of memory. Uh, and the reason for that is basically memory is how much you could kind of have open at once and be doing at once. So if you have like multiple documents open, if you're browsing, you have your email open, you're even watching a YouTube video or something like that. If you don't have enough memory, it's going to really bog down your system and you could tell because it's going to get much slower and things like that. And four gigabytes, unfortunately, today, it's just not enough, uh, especially with the graphics intensive nature of a lot of uh, our programs today. So I wouldn't recommend that. And unfortunately, especially with Windows PCs, uh, they do come with a bit of what's called bloatware. So manufacturers will make deals with other companies to put their certain programs or applications on there. Uh, I'm almost positive you've, you've never looked at the apps on your Windows PC. If you go to it, for whatever reason, Candy Crush is on every Windows PC nowadays. So those are things that like they just take up unneeded space. And some of them, unfortunately, can run in the background and that affects your memory, which is why I would recommend as a minimum eight gigabytes. And then the only other main uh, point that I would say is storage as well. Um, usually I wouldn't go with anything less than like 250 gigabytes or 500. I'd go with that range or above because 64 and like 128 gigabytes that they advertise today, if you take photos and videos and put them on there or um, putting quite a bit of documents and stuff like that and downloads, it really is just not enough today. Uh, so really 250 to 500 gigabytes of storage or more is what I would go with. And then also eight gigabytes uh, for your memory. So if it's a Chromebook and the files that are going to be stored on the Chromebook are being stored in your Google Drive, which is in the cloud, are we as concerned with uh, hard drive storage in that situation? Um yeah, so with that, especially Chromebooks, I wouldn't worry too much. The only problem becomes is 
Uh, with Google, you only get a certain amount of free online storage with Google. So just be prepared that when that runs out, you're typically going to have to pay more to then extend your storage, uh, which I guess is good in a way, as opposed to if you run out of storage on your actual laptop's hardware, you're going to pretty much have to delete something or open it up and upgrade it, which most people don't want to do. So uh, there is just that. And that's not only with Chromebooks, but also with MacBooks, I'm sure with uh, iCloud and things like that. So it is an option and it is good. It's a lot less you have to worry about, but when it gets to that point, you're typically either going to have to delete things or upgrade to get more storage. Let's say someone's considering their options between a Mac and a PC. Is it all about familiarity or should they consider price as well? I've always heard that Macs are for artists. Is it that simple? Yeah. So familiarity is a big thing. I mean, whether we like it or not, I would say budget really matters the most, but familiarity is a huge thing. I know individuals... I mean, hey, if you got the money and you want to drop $1,000 or more or hundreds on a MacBook uh, because it's familiar, go ahead and, you know, be my guest. Uh, and MacBooks and Apple in general, like, you're paying a premium, but they are quality, quality um, devices that are going to run very well, last you quite a bit of time. And uh, I will say Apple support is a lot better than, you know, the other types of support from the different Windows manufacturers that you'll get out there. So... There is that, uh, but, you know, it really is dependent on what you're going to be doing. Uh, you know, MacBooks and Apple in general, they are really good for things like graphic design. And there are certain programs that are designed much more for MacBooks and Apple devices rather than Windows or even Android. So that comes into play of like, really, it's what you're going to be doing and what specific programs you're going to be using. Uh, and if they favor MacBooks, then you're probably going to have to go with a MacBook. But if they don't, I cannot recommend enough. You are going to be spending so much less on a Windows PC than you would a MacBook for comparable power uh, and the hardware that's actually in there. So really can't recommend that enough. But I, get, I do get familiarity when it comes to that. And if you are familiar and have the budget, you can go ahead and do that. But just know you could absolutely cut the price uh, with a Windows PC. Okay, last question. Someone has decided that an economical PC is right for their needs. They're going to let the artists have their expensive Macs, but still there are a few brands, uh, variations, specifically Chromebooks or PC laptops that are not Chromebooks. Uh, can you help us understand what the differences are between those two categories? Yeah, the main difference is with Chromebooks, again, you could think of a Chromebook as just like having the Chrome browser um, on an actual laptop and all of Google services just on a laptop. Now, basically, Chromebooks in general are going to be cheaper than Windows PCs uh, just naturally um, because the Chrome operating system is actually free for manufacturers to put on their laptops, whereas a Windows PC, uh, you're going to have to pay a license fee uh, that, that the manufacturers have to pay in order to put it on their laptops. So generally, Chromebooks are going to be cheaper. But I would say if you're someone who just does a lot of basic web browsing and things of that nature and maybe writing a document here or there, uh, I could definitely recommend Chromebooks, um, especially because the Google uh, Office suite uh, that they have for writing letters or like uh, spreadsheet documents and things like that, that's all free with your Google account. Whereas with Microsoft, you have to pay for Office 365, which is quite expensive on top of that. So uh for more budget-friendly options, I would recommend Chromebooks, but for Windows PC, just in general, you're going to have a lot more customization options because Chromebooks are limited to the uh, what types of apps can actually be installed on there is a big thing. 
Um, whereas Windows PCs, you know, if it's not on the App Store, uh, the Windows Store, uh, you could just go directly on the internet, download and install the program, and you're good to go. Um, but uh, the thing about Windows PCs as well is, again, it depends on the manufacturer. I'd say you have to do your due diligence and look at the manufacturer reviews. I do, uh, this is anecdotal, but I do use Acer and haven't had a single issue. Whereas I can't say Dell and HP get my recommendation because they do tend to have a lot of uh, what I talked about earlier, bloatware. And they do tend to, their own internal programs that are designed to monitor your hardware of your system, uh, they could take up a lot of your system's resources. So I can't really recommend those. But um, I would recommend, honestly, uh, going with a laptop that's more than $200, kind of within the $300 to $400 range. They just, they're going to typically last longer and perform a lot better. Uh, so I would go with that. But Chromebooks, I would absolutely recommend as an option for budget uh, brand laptops. Thank you. This has been so helpful. You're welcome. Speaking of Chromebooks, I'm excited to share that Niles Main District Library has recently purchased two Chromebook laptops that are now circulating from the Digital Services Tech Desk. These are the first laptops we've been able to offer to patrons for overnight loans, and I'm really excited that we're able to finally offer this versatility. The Chromebooks are equipped internally with 4G LTE cellular service, which means there's no additional internet connection or mobile hotspot needed for web connectivity. Niles main cardholders can check one out or put one on hold to check out when it's available today. TechBytes is recorded in Studio A on the lower level of the Niles main district library, where Niles cardholders have access to the recording equipment and software that were used to produce this episode. Thank you for listening. And if you have questions about your next computer purchase or any other technology question, you can find us on the lower level at the library's technology desk. You can also email us at digitalservices at nileslibrary.org. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and want to have easy access every time a new episode is released, please consider subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. 